folks, welcome to another edition of the Free Money Football Sunday Best Bet Show. We are here. NFL Week 11 is here. We're coming off a big week from all of the guys. I had a 4-in-1 week. I'm feeling good. But you might be like, Meerkat, where are the guys right now? Where is some guy named Steve? Where are Ty B? Who is this guy in the Dallas jersey? Folks, this is my buddy, friend of the program, Potato Gobbler from Coda Cappers, joining me because Tybee's in a tree stand somewhere. Stevie is who knows where he is. I needed somebody to come fill in with me. PG was ready to step up to the plate. PG, how are we doing? Introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah, feeling great. Uh, coming, uh, coming in. I got to go to a uh, pretty cool uh, college football game today. So, uh, you know, Saturday. And uh, man, doing great. My thing, I just, I'm just a guy on Twitter. Uh, I try to have fun with this stuff, and um, I'm a big supporter of Meerkat for sure. I'm, I'm one of the, I don't know if I'm the original. I'm not an original Meerkat stand, but I'm in that group. Oh, you're no doubt about I, it. I place you in that group. Yeah, for sure. Big Meerkat guy and uh, a cheapy, and I'm, I'm, I'm on Twitter. Uh, typically, I follow back unless you're like mean or something, and uh, so. At Potato Gobbler is the handle there. I write some articles on college football for Coda Capper Sports Network, and uh, that that all those links are there on my Twitter account. So it's uh it's been a lot of fun capping some college games this year. But uh, excited yeah. to get get after some NFL games with you. That's why I want to get PG on the program. He's been killing it with his picks. It, it is Saturday night, folks, just so you know right now. We're pre-recording, getting this ready. So you're all ready to go tomorrow. Whenever we run this, it'll be like 9, 9.30 a.m. You know us. We'll just, whenever we wake up, it'll go live. <laughs> but we're happy to have PG here. He's staring the barrel of a 4-1 night right now. Knock on wood. We'll wake up tomorrow. We'll be talking about this being 4-1. But we'll get right into the plays right now. I'm going into a play. I'm just going to get out of the way. Please don't hate me, guys. I am still betting the Bills, but when I saw this number, I already pounced on it. I'm going with Jonathan Taylor over 75 and a half rushing yards tomorrow against the Bills. He's been an absolute wrecking ball so far this year. He's got 610 yards, averaging nearly seven yards per carry the last five games, which is insane right now. We saw him go against the Jacksonville defense last week. That's top 10 against the rush. He finally broke 20 carries this year. Got 21 carries, wrecked it against a great defense. And you might be like, oh, Meerkat, the Bills defense is elite, especially against the rush. We're only allowing 84 yards a game right now. But Star Latule on that COVID list. Tremaine Edmonds questionable, not looking like they're gonna he's gonna go. I think it's only been once in the McDermott history that a questionable player has actually played on Sunday. So I don't like his chances with that hammy. And you got Matt Milano banged up. Bill's defense is looking banged up. Colts are going to feed the hot hand in Jonathan Taylor. I, I don't think we hold them under 80. PG, what are you kicking it off with? Well, I, I was just going to say, I've got Jonathan Taylor on one of my fantasy teams. Mm -hmm. And so I know for a fact he's been killing it, uh, especially yeah. of late. So I like that play. I like that play a lot. I'm going to kick it off. You know, you went with a game uh, featuring your team, the Buffalo Bills. So I'm going to go with a game featuring my team, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm actually looking at this under 56 and a half. Not only I, I think this number's a little high in the first place. Uh, we do have some really good offensive talent, obviously. Um, but we're, this is at Arrowhead Stadium, and we're going to be looking at, from what I saw, 15 plus mile an hour winds uh, blowing through that stadium. That's just mm -hmm. a windy state. It just seems to always be windy in there. It's, One of those wind it's on natural yeah. grass. It's it's just a little different uh, type of environment. And I think sneakily, the Dallas Cowboys defense is 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 kind of decent. Uh, mm -hmm. They've got 
obviously the big story with Trayvon Diggs, all those interceptions he was coming up with early in the season. And we know how Mahomes has this year been a little you know, more turnover prone. And so I think Dallas probably picks something off maybe in the red zone. I think we see some red zone turnovers, maybe from Dallas as well, who are really aggressive. If they get fourth and goal, they're going for it. And if the chiefs load up and stop it, well, Hey, that that's a good play for the under. I love the weather there as well for this under. So I'm going under 56 and a half with my first play on Dallas and Kansas city. See, you got to love that play there from PG because he's hoping his own team doesn't score an absolute shit ton of points. And this is a play where you think Cowboys, you think Chiefs, you're like, oh, my God, this is an over game, whatever the number is. We like to fade the public here. You'll see that with the rest of my picks coming up with next one, Las Vegas Raiders taking their money line against the Cincinnati Bengals. I like the Bengals. Don't get me wrong, but I like these Raiders. Both of these teams are better than their two-game losing streaks right now. Some bad losses there for them, but both dealing with their own dramas. The Raiders a little more so, and I like them to come out of this because Derek Carr is a good quarterback, and that Bengals uh, pass defense isn't good. Derek Carr has a chance to take advantage of it. He saw Deshaun Jackson start to get integrated a bit. He only had one catch, I believe, but they needed that speed threat there just to open up the field for Hunter Renfro, who's been killing it. His props have hit like every single week. Ty B's favorite. And Brian Edwards and these guys, since he is 1-3 against the spread this season as favorites, and the Raiders are 3-2 and two as dogs, I just like Carr in a shit show type of game. The Raiders' defense can get after it a bit, and the Bengals' offense doesn't you know protect Joe Burrow that well. They rely heavily on the pass, and the Raiders statistically have a good pass defense. The roster's really not that great. It's kind of an abnormality, but maybe they keep it up. I like the Raiders in a close one. So this wasn't planned at all, I promise, but check this out. I've got my, my undershirt it's a sign. Raiders. It's a sign. It's a I, sign. I, I love it. Um, and, and the Raiders at home as well. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a weird place to play. It seems like that crowd gets into it. So why not the Raiders? I'm going to go yeah. to my next game, which is an AFC East game. we got Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. I'm going to do it, Meerkat. I'm going to take the Jets plus three and a half. I'm okay. going to regret it. I just, I just know it, but this is the right play. We got the Jets at home and getting three and a half points, more than a field goal. There's nothing super special about these Miami Dolphins. I, uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to come off as a hater about the Miami Dolphins, but I just don't, I'm just not feeling this team. They don't do a whole lot special to me to say that, yeah, they're going to walk into a, to a, you know, an inner, interdivision rivals house they're going to beat them by more than a you know more than three and a half so they got to beat them by a touchdown or or six or whatever they get the jets aren't great either i get that um i'm like i said i'm not super enthused to always be taking them their last game buffalo came out and beat them 45 to 17 so that's not exactly pretty but i don't think there's anything that miami dolphins have done that's that's too great other than last week finding a way to upset baltimore so maybe i get them uh you know coming off of that big win overlooking the jets maybe a little bit maybe the back door's open we'll find out but i think jets plus three and a half here see i love the dolphins earlier in this week when i was first looking at that game and then i'm thinking more about it i'm like you know, there's a reason Joe Flacco starting and not Mike mm-hmm. White. And, you know, they just kind of want to minimize turnovers. They have playmakers on that offense. And Flacco can kind of just deliver it in very, very limited action recently. He's looked yep. decent and, like, mm-hmm. his arm is still there at least. So 
just get it to those guys like Michael Carter and that stable of wide receivers who are way too underappreciated, eat a bit. But we're, we are going to hear from Ty B, folks. He's not with us, but he did leave us a little video here with his picks out from the tree stand. Let's check him out here. <laughs> Ty B here. We're live from a remote location. Already seen four or five deer. It's going pretty well. Oh, but look at these transitions. Wow. So you know what that means. Right up under. I'm not going to cover this week, so I'm taking the Giants with the points. Can you say Quan Barkley to have a good day? I love Kadarius Tony getting healthy. Giants are going to cover easy. I would love to see some bucks, but I ain't seen none yet. <laughs> the line in the Saints-Eagles game is a bit sketchy to me. We all know the Eagles are on a roller coaster ride of a season. I don't know. I need a mini muffin to help make my decision on this one, to be honest. That better be a little bite. <laughs> Just a little update. Definitely taking the Giants. I did see a buck. Look at that. a small buck. That means a small buck win. They're not covered 11 points. Nice. Sugar free. Eagles continue the roller coaster. Eagles with the points. No Kamara. Fuck it. Uh oh. The Minnesota Vikings have been leading in every single game by at least seven points. That odd, weird, crazy trend is going to continue. And I'm going to take the Vikings. First quarter, you're getting positive uh, value there with plus 130 or so. And the Demons had leads early all season. I think the Packers win, but take the Vikings early. If tight end Mike Jessica has just two touchdowns all season, but he's going up against the Jets this week. That defense absolutely fucking sucks. They're giving up points to any and everyone. So Mike Jasicki for a touchdown anytime, plus 170. Book it, cash it. Jasicki scores Jets win. We all That'll do it for Tybee's top picks of the week. Make sure you go lock all those bets in to make sure you're getting some free money. You're going to be in that pay window very soon and collecting a big stack of money. Just kidding. Also, Hammer on a run row over receptions. It's mm -hmm. cashed in 9 out of 10 weeks. Someone's shooting out here. I don't fucking know what's going on. Just cash on a run row over. <laughs> All I love right. that guy. Yeah, Tybee's the best. I I love him. And, you know, folks, he gave out what? He, he faded the Bucks for, at first because he wasn't seeing Bucks. Then he's like, all right, we saw a small buck. We'll take the spread. Well, spoiler alert, he bagged the buck post that video being posted. Nice. I think like an eight-pointer. Good for him. Nice. But I don't know what his bets mean at this point. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love the analysis, though. Thank you, Tybee, for still getting the picks out to the people. Obviously, we all wanted to hear what you thought this week. And then uh, we, we'll kick right back into it. I'm going back to the AFC West. Another little bit of a betting darling for me, a team I love. Bunch of futures on. I am taking the Chargers minus five against the Steelers. And, you know, I thought this play was going to be a little bit of cheese. But when you look at the action throughout the week, as of today, we don't know how it'll change right now. This is Saturday night, but there is about 60% of the action on the Chargers spread here, minus five. 
but over 90% of the money. It's a lot of sharp money. It's not a crazy amount of the action, just about 50%, but you got so much of the money on it. That's a good indicator for me right there. Chargers are only a half a game back from the Chiefs right now in this division, even though they've lost three of their last four. They started out so hot. That was some injuries, plus their defense just looking awful. You know, Brandon Staley is a defensive guru type guy, and they can't stop anything right now. So you might be scared of Najee, but... I'm really not. He hasn't been insane this year, and that offense is too inconsistent. The Steelers, I still don't believe, are a good team. They're they're a decent team that's carried by a few superstars and very good players, and what do you know? Three of those superstars are out with T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Joe Hayden. Defense is susceptible. Chargers are 2-1 against the spread after a loss this year, and the Steelers just tied the fucking Lions. I'm making the Chargers bounce back. Justin Herbert, baby, let's go. Dude, I like it. I like it. I, I do have to get this out of the way. Somehow we we are fading each other right away because I took the Steelers plus Go. five and a half. Go. Uh, I love it when we fade. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll just see. And 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 truthfully, this way is, is the best because one of us wins. So we can mm-hmm. at least, you know, kind of give the other one a pat on the back. Yeah. The, the Chargers here or the Steelers, excuse me, on the road. Uh, this is a, the Sunday night game. I wanted to have a play for this game. And when I looked... I like, you know, I like a lot of the things that the defense of the Steelers can do, but there's a lot, there's a, if you go to the injury report, like you said, there's a lot of outs and they're all on defense. So it's going to be interesting. I think the, I think the task is going to be to try to score with this, with the uh, chargers, because especially at home, seems like they've got that offense going. I don't know if, if that makes Herbert a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's going to be difficult to get to him without TJ Watt, but I still think it's possible. So I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's it's going to be one of those weird settings as well, uh, Meerkat, because I feel mm. like there's going to be a lot of Steelers fans in there. And so, what does that kind of do, to, you know, to the Steelers players? Does it does it motivate them? They're on prime time. I think they at least keep it close. I'll just put it like that. Yeah, uh, you know, it's one of those plays where I feel like this is kind of cheesy, but I'm not sure how it feels. The Chargers have been so unpredictable, and we like when we don't agree on all the picks on this show. Not that we like fading our friends or each other, but we like to see the different viewpoints. Sometimes we talk each other in, or just a little competition. It's for (laughs) you guys, whatever, you know, we will talk to you on the one side. I'm probably wrong. I'd go with PG, guys, but we will get into our next round of plays. I, I'm going back to the barrel here, a team, a heel. What did I just say? I don't know. I don't know. But here, here, here but uh, a team I hated taking last week, absolutely hated. They covered miraculously for me. I hate them maybe even more this week, but something's telling me to take them again. I'm going with the New Orleans Saints plus two and a half against the Eagles. I just, I have to here. I like Jalen Hurts so much, but Nick Sirianni is a dipshit. Like Jalen Hurts hasn't gone over 200 passing yards uh, four of the last five games because of how he's been running the offense Sirianni. With, you know, making it just so one-dimensional, even though, you know, you got Devontae Smith, you got Jalen Rieger, you got Dallas Coder, you got these guys and Jalen Hurts, and you're just, hey, we're going to be a run-first offense. We're going to take Jordan Howard off the practice squad and Boston Scott and make them feature backs right now, which it's kind of working, but that's a gimmick that's not going to last long. It kind of reminds me of like a, 
Greg Roman light type system. And Miles Sanders is coming back now. And the rush offense was awful with Miles Sanders. And Miles Sanders is going to be RB1, I guess. But who knows how they're going to use him. I think it kind of might mess things up. Like I'm saying, I hate the Saints too. But the Eagles are so one-dimensional with that rush. And the Saints are the best rush defense in the league right now. Just 73 yards per game, 3.1 yards per carry they're allowing. And they're off Saints bad injuries i will admit it bad injuries that make me hate this more they're missing uh ryan ramshick another starting teron armstead and elvin kamara i mean those are your cornerstone offensive linemen and your superstar running back but ingram covered last week in the backfield he did well enough but the offensive line scares me a bit the eagles just don't generate a ton of pressure this year 27 bets pass rush right now and uh, I don't know. I hate this. I hate this play. I like them to cover in another ridiculous game. I don't. I like the Eagles, but I don't see them winning by a lot. If they do win, I'll take that two and a half. You know, as a Cowboys fan, I love that play, Meerkat. Yeah, for sure. Fade the mm-hmm. Eagles, especially at home. They haven't won at home, right? Isn't that still a, a thing? I th- they might have won, but they're not doing great. They're yeah. covering all right at home. I think they're like two and two against the spread at home, but I don't think they're winning. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, my next play, Meerkat, I'm going with the straight money line. I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings money line at home against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, once again, a divisional game. Once again, a rivalry game. I just like Minnesota at home here. I, I think uh, Kirk Cousins, that he, he can do enough with Justin Jefferson and these weapons he has. The Packers, I watched their last game against Seattle, 17-0 winner. It just what it just it was okay. Obviously, defensively, they came up with a bunch of stops. They held them to a shutout. But offensively, I, I didn't think there was anything extremely special uh, that that's just going to blow these Vikings out of the water. Mm-hmm. So I like Minnesota at home on the money line. It's just like plus one hundred one. So it's not anything insane, mm-hmm. but uh, whatever. If if you can get plus a point and that makes you feel better, go for it. I just think uh, as close as it is, I'll just take the money line and uh, and, and act like I pick some big underdog. I wanted to, you know, fade the Vikings here for the longest time. Like, I was coming in today, and I was so sure I was going to make the Packers one of my plays. And then I start really digging into it. I'm like, these Packers are – I say this about the Titans all the time, but the Packers are a kind of a team that needs to come down to earth. They need to have that game. They covered every game but week one this year. But when you look at their DVOAs and stuff, it's kind of unsustainable. It's mm-hmm. like – how are they're they're like just outperforming what they're really performing on the field and it's it's gotta happen at some point so i took them off my card i don't hate that i'm probably avoiding that game we do have plays from stevie too folks stevie's not in a tree stand with little bites though for us he just texted them in i'll run through them real quick for you this one against pg here which hey we're cool with Dolphins minus three. The defense has been playing better recently, and Joe Flacco is starting, Stevie. That's all he says. Stevie doesn't (laughs) like Joe Flacco. He's going with the 49ers minus seven. I will never take the 49ers. He's not worried about the backfield injuries. Kittle's healthy is the big difference. He thinks it's a blowout game. And he's going with a Bills 49ers six-and-a-half-point teaser minus 120. Gets them both to minus one. He thinks this feels too easy. Again, it's the 49ers, Stevie. Homer. Najee Harris over 82 rushing yards averaging 24 carries 92.2 rushing yards last five games chargers worst rush defense in the nfl with 155 yards per game surrendered 
And Justin Fields, over 211 passing yards. The Ravens allow the most passing yards per game in the NFL, which surprising stat at 298.8 yards per game. Fields had his best game of the season last week, 291 yards. I'm pretty sure I gave out the Fields over prop in the cheapy gambling challenge. Yeah, saying. I think he did. And I don't expect the Bears to stop the Ravens, so they will be throwing. Don't hate that. I love Justin Fields. I hate the Matt Nagy and the Bears, but I love Justin Fields. Steve, good luck to you, you homer, with those 49ers. Huh? When am I going to talk you off of those 49ers? They are frauds, Steven. Stop it. But I will get into my last play here. I think me and PG both have teasers for our last mm-hmm. play. Mine's a little same game teaser. I'm going with the Seahawks plus eight. It's a six and a half point teaser. Seahawks plus eight versus the Cardinals. And then Seahawks Cardinals under 53 and a half points here. It's at minus 130. I like the Seahawks, regardless of Kyler plays or not. He's a true game time decision. And Russ didn't look great last week. They rushed him back. That's definitely for sure. But extra week off, all that dude. He said he was rehabbing 19 hours a day. Now, that's complete bullshit. But I believe he was probably rehabbing 14 hours a day. Whatever you can actually do to rehab a finger for 14 hours in a day that's actually healthy. Probably just chugging concussion water. I don't know. But he's got to play better than he did last week. Russell Wilson's good. He's never lost more than nine games with the Seahawks. Or, yeah, lost hasn't won less than nine games with the Seahawks, the Seahawks team since he's been there with Pete Carroll. And I don't think they're going to get the nine this year, but they might get close. He's got the weapons. They're getting a bit healthier. And Kyler, if he plays, he's going to be hobbled, which – if you're not worried about his rush or he's playing scared, that takes away 90% of what Kyler Murray is. And a lot of the public money is on the Cardinals spread, 55% of the bets, but just 30% of the money. And then I don't take totals. Everybody knows that. I will tease one in a little teaser, I guess, every now and again. The numbers just pointed me to this one. The under 6-0 in the Seahawks' last six uh, games as dogs, and 7-0 in the Cardinals' last seven as road favorites. Quarterbacks are beat up. Who knows what this game's going to really give you. Add some extra points, but I don't like them to score a ton. PG, what's your teaser? Yeah, so I picked up a four-team teaser, uh, give you Let's a little go. juice. I think I got it at like plus 250-something. Uh, anyway, I like the San Francisco 49ers minus a half point over the Jags. I think all we need them to do is win. I don't think the Jags are going out and trying to win games. I mean, they want another high draft pick. They've already won two. They're just trying to get out of there. I think San Francisco – is going to win. So it's almost like taking San Francisco money line. It's pretty great. Uh, Lions versus Browns. Pick the Browns minus six. Uh, Chubb's back, if I'm not mistaken. It's a much more physical team than the Lions. The Lions are going to get someone eventually. And the Browns probably aren't a terrible candidate, but I just think the Browns are so much more physical than the Lions are. They're going to just beat them up. It's probably going to be you know cold and windy in uh, Cleveland. So just run, run the ball with Chubb. And uh, so minus six there over the Lions. Um, next we got Washington football team at Carolina. I'm taking Carolina plus three. Uh, they're obviously just short favorites in this game, but with this teaser, then you get to be basically a short underdog. You're covered by a field goal. I think, uh, Cam Newton. I mean, you know, what else can you say? Maybe the magic's back. I'm trying to pick them now while the, while they're kind of, you know, lower on the totem pole. I think maybe Cam revitalizes them this season and they have some, some decent results. We'll see. 
but Carolina plus three. And then lastly, I had to homer out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Cowboys at Kansas City. I'm taking Cowboys plus eight and a half over a touchdown. I think the Cowboys can score. I don't know if that goes. Obviously, I have the under in this one, so I don't think they mm-hmm. scored a ton, but I think they can score enough to at least cover the seven or eight and a half, excuse me, over Kansas City. I think they could win straight up, to be honest with you, but now we're getting an eight and a half point cushion. So I like that a lot. And that's the four team teaser. I love it. Great value there on the teasers. We lo- I love teasers on teasers this show. Uh, oh, NFL teasers are the absolute best. And PG. Not going to lie, I am taking the Cowboys straight up tomorrow. Yeah, I, I like the Cowboys tomorrow. There's a little bonus pick, I guess, for you folks. But that'll wrap it up from us. We got the picks from Ty B. We got the picks from Steve, even though not here. And we got Potato Gobbler, PG, the man himself from Coda Cappers. Go follow him on Twitter. Great follow. Better guy. It, like we said, no mean people, though. We don't want that. We don't watch mean people on the show. We're just degenerates. We're here for some free money. We're here to gamble on some football. I hope everybody crushes it this week. Hopefully we can keep it hot on this show. Make sure you get down to the book, slam your bookies. Shout out to our sponsors, Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Thank you all, and let's crush. Good night now.